Hello everyone, welcome to another round of Chitter Chatter. Today we're going to chit chat with Devlina Majumdar on her current book Sabu. Well, this book is on Sabu Dastagi, the first person to make it to Hollywood from India. And you will be amazed on reading his story. I mean, I had not read a single thing and I was glued to it the moment I started reading. There's so much that he's achieved and there's so much to learn from him. And it's written so well that in spite of it being an amazing book, it is also something that is going to make you want to read more and more about Sabu Dastagi. And right now, there's a lot more things that I want to ask Deblina once she's here on Chitter Chatter. Well, all the people here, thank you for joining Chitter Chatter on a Sunday evening. Do let me know what y'all are reading and what y'all are enjoying. Which genre are y'all enjoying the most? What is your weekend read and what is your coming week read? Vintage Almari, hello. Mohit Israni, hello. Love Israni, hi. Prithik Yoga, hi. Mehmoob Malik, nice to see you too on Chitter Chatter. Write and writing is right here. So let's send her a request. Well... Also, you know, she's been playing with words a lot. A lot of publications like Huffington Post, Times Prime and a lot more. Also, she's written several plays. And she's also the author of Marketplace for Murder. Hey, Devlina. Hi. Welcome to Chitter Chatter. Hello. Hi. Hi, Shweta. Great to be with you on Chitter Chatter. I must say that, you know, this book that you've written, it is amazing. I mean, I was... Um, I can say uh, suddenly I wouldn't want to call myself a filmy chick because I didn't know his story. So, you know, the moment I got the book, I'm like, Shweta, you can't call yourself a filmy chick yet because there are so many stories out there and you had no idea about his story. So firstly, thank you from filmy chick for writing this book. And the way you've written, you know, there's so much you learn from the character. I mean, he himself has achieved so much. But the way you've put it, it's just amazing. You just can't keep the book down. You just want to read it all at one go. No, thank you. Thank you so much, Veta, for uh, inviting me. Really honored to speak with you. And you're right, you know, a lot of people probably who had a background of films would know Sabu's character. Quite amazingly, I didn't know. My father knew about Sabu, but I didn't know. Once I started researching, that's when I, I love research. So that's when I realized you know, there were so many facets of his character and his journey itself was like a movie, like a, like a, you know, like such an engaging story, right? It had all the shades of drama, his discovery at such a young age as an orphan into the world of movies, his shift all across the ocean to Britain, then his move to Hollywood. And, you know, uh, the fact that he also not just acted in movies, but also he worked with live animals in movies, which was so tough. And then the fact that he actually fought for uh, the United States, his adopted country in the World War. Then in later life, you know, all the troubles which he went through, you know, his life was not free of troubles. And I've mentioned that in the book. And the fact that every time he kept reinventing himself, you know, when some things didn't work, um, that to me was um, really fascinating, you know, not just for film lovers, even for people who love inspirational stories. And also, I think for people who love history, which I do. So this, all this happened in the 1930s in the backdrop of India's freedom struggle, in the backdrop of the Second World War that was unfolding. So it was also a pretty historical moment of time when this young boy was, you know, um, developing his own life. Um, in uh, Britain and in Hollywood later. So that for me was the pull of the story. Well, you pulled us through uh, with the book because, you know, like I said, again, I would be repeating myself. It's like, you know, you don't know about a person's story and he is a perfect hero in himself. Like though he's played a hero, he's made it to Hollywood. 
but in spite of that like you said you know his entire journey the way he reinvents himself the way he's uh, working hard on it it is not less than a filmy story that happened in his real life yeah why did you choose on this book specifically when you heard about him right so i think um, to be uh, very very um, you know clear i think i owe this book uh, to my really fantastic um, literary agent suhel mathur and also to mr sunil bora so it was a discussion with them through which you know we kind of uh, we were thinking through why so few people know about this character india's first kind of character who went into hollywood uh, why is it that you know so few of us uh, even know about this uh, this person so that was you know how the idea started the germ of the idea started it was in discussion with my literary agent um, book takers mr suhel mathur and mr sunil bora and then um, you know i really like doing research so once i started researching and i found there was you know so many interesting facets of his life beyond just the fact that he made it to hollywood uh, you know from a small uh, you know stable in uh, mysore and that then kind of added more layers right it made the story more compelling and i felt that maybe there's enough in this to actually develop a book so i think that's what pulled me initially i think it was uh, mr suhel mathur and mr sunil bora who kind of uh, you know helped me with the germ of the idea and then while developing it through research um i kind of came up with other facets which would make it an interesting story for you know many more people to read and engage with well talk about suhel mathur's timing and it is always apt and perfect so the moment you started talking about suhel we had suhel right here on chitter chatter sending thumbs up even before you started talking like you just mentioned you know the credit kind of goes to the book makers and suhel mathur and we had your suhel and sumedha and everyone right here so they are literally like the literary agents who are only present who reach wherever there is a good story and make it just in time and uh, always bring about such good stories and people if you all have missed the chitter chat in the beginning this is the book on sabudastagi that we are talking written by deblina and please do go ahead and buy your copies on online platforms or bookstores and do let us know what you liked about the book you can dm her you can dm bookmakers you can dm loxy hall publishing but do read the book and let us know so my next question to you how what was the most challenging part while doing the extensive research that you enjoyed yeah so i think it was the difference between just doing the research and then distilling that and writing it as an engaging story because i didn't want to write it like an academic uh, you know article i wanted it to be you know like a story because the life was very interesting so i see some people asking is it available in hindi yeah, as of now this is available in english it's available in english pravesh but i think it's a very simple english i've made the language very easy to read um, so you know that's where it is right now but yeah to come back to your question shweta i think um, um so i think the difficult part was separating the research from the narrative story right so there was a lot of research about him especially in uk and the us so i went through all of that you know newspapers books um, you know magazines interviews his movies all of that was material for me but then i had to step out of that and you know while i was doing that he almost became like a real character to me right i could visualize um you know some things which he could have probably done or said and so then i had to stop and uh, really think of how this would flow as a story as a book so i think that transition probably was um, difficult again i think i was helped a lot with the fact that i had um, suhail and the bookmakers team guiding me and mr sunil bora who is himself uh, uh, you know he can visualize uh, you know things in terms of um, in terms of the 
uh, visual visual kind of uh, sequencing of uh, shots right so i kept that in mind and i tried to make it as engaging and as visual as possible while not losing some of the heart of the research so letting go of some of the research i think was the toughest part shweta so while you visualize the character and thanks to you visualizing it we could visualize it while we were reading it and you know it will be soon adapted into a movie also you know there are times when you are reading and you are living the character you're transported in a particular era with the character especially because he's a living character that was there so did you even like watch his movies and uh, yes. you know all those things so tell us about that journey a little yeah so like um, you know i had not watched his movies before um so this was an opportunity for me to actually you know really discover a new genre of movies right so i think we have all watched iconic movies like jungle book um you know some of the movies which happened at that time so i went back right to his first movie elephant boy i watched that i looked at all the stills from his movies you know the uh, ways in which they were done so for me it was like a discovery of you know multiple facets of this character the movies um you know the the way photography or stills were done the way you know the technical aspects of filmmaking was done at that time right because they were shooting with live animals and some of the movies were also fantasy movies and uh, they were shooting in technicolor so how did they do those aspects you know so the technical aspect was really interesting to kind of research then the stories right so there was a subtle change in the stories if you see some of the stories which sabu acted in initially uh, could right now probably be called pro imperialist and he was in britain arguably britain was fighting in the world war you know so there was a space and time for that and then post the war there was a complete change in the kind of movies people wanted to watch and see uh, so even sabu went through that and uh, you know uh, there were a lot of directors who were questioning what movies would pull audiences post the war so it was also fascinating to see the journey of movies themselves you know as it went through this historical period of time of the world war so yeah i think all those aspects i really love researching at the same time i think um, sabu was not in india he left india very early so he probably wouldn't have been in india when the freedom struggle took its peak shape uh, but it was very interesting for me to kind of lay some of the uh, you know cross cutting incidents which happened in india and how that connected with the life he was leading in uk and then in then in us and there's one particular episode i've mentioned where one of the freedom fighters whom we know quite well right now udham singh actually actually played a small part in one of his movies and which for me was a very interesting discovery and you know uh, to see how history connects at multiple multiple places you won't believe at this same point when i was reading the book and you know you've also put a visual picture of udham singh in the book and while i was reading so everyone knows that you know the general die uh, was murdered and this and that but now this is something which is not some uh, knowledge that people are aware of that udham singh played a part in a movie so he knew exactly and then you know how he worked up and he shot him or he knew how, where he's going to be available to get murdered or whatever you know the story i would prefer the audience to read it and understand but at the same point i also when i read and i read udham singh's part in the whole thing i was like this is amazing how everything connects at the end you know like history and uh, today's time how things are connecting how actors tend to change like uh, sabu dastagi literally started with being the main then there are points where he's actually become a friend and uh, how he takes a practical knowledge to it instead of being like oh you know what why should i do this so or how his uh, brother has been a part of it so there's so much to learn from his character and because he's lived it it's all the more easy it's not like a fictional character 
So what are the lessons that you learned from him while writing this book? Yeah, I think the first one probably was um, adaptability, right? So when he first got discovered, he didn't know a word of English. So, and you know, he kind of, um, uh, he got discovered in the, on the sets of The Elephant Boy and then he had to go to England to shoot the latter half of the movie. And that would have been a huge shift, right? This boy who was an orphan working in the stables, starting to work in movies, then crossing the ocean, going to UK, you know, learning English, um, learning the art of filmmaking. Everything was a huge, uh, you know, change. And many people probably wouldn't even have been able to cope. Uh, but he reveled in that. So I think this lesson of adaptability, you know, adapting to new things coming in your, coming to your life, coming your way, I think was something I learned uh, from the story. The second was, you know, even when he reached the heights of success, um, many things actually went wrong in his life. And I have detailed that out in his movie. There was a series of, you know, incidents which happened where, you know, things actually uh, were not very rosy for him, even after touching success very early. And he didn't, um, you know, he didn't kind of brood on that. He moved on very quickly and he found other ways in which he could sustain himself and his family. So this rediscovery or reinvention of self, right, at various points, acting in the circus, being a businessman, um, joining the world war as an aerial gunner. I think those were also very interesting aspects uh, for me that, you know, that's the same true for all of us right now. You know, nobody knows the jobs which we do or the work which we do, um, you know, how long-term that is, right? So being able to build your own skills and being able to develop your own self that you can adapt and you can, you know, um, learn with the time and move with the time. I think that was also a very, very important lesson I took away from the story. It's even more relevant today, I think, than in the 1930s. Uh, because we live in very dynamic times. But that was, I think, a very important lesson. And last, I think, you know, I I read some of his interviews and I found a lot of, uh, you know, very simple enjoyment of life. You know, like he loved planning menus. He loved cooking. And, you know, obviously he loved fast cars. That's not a love I share. But, you know, finding joy in the simple things in life, I think, was another thing which I um, I, I felt, you know, it's, it's a learning to take from the from the book and from the character. If you got a chance to meet him or go back in time and meet him, what would you tell him? So I would tell him, you know, that uh, he recognized this. Uh, so he recognized that post the war, people were not really uh, looking at the kind of movies they were doing earlier, right? So the live, live animal shooting kind of movies or the movies in which he was kind of given a very, uh, very, very good role. That came down. And he started getting cast in exotic foreigner kind of roles, almost like a templatized role. Uh, he did realize that, but he kept on doing it. So I would actually ask him, you know, at a more early stage to recognize that, what was happening, and maybe look for different alternatives because he was a good actor. Uh, so look for different alternatives and maybe, you know, he still found uh, European movies kind of casting him in better roles. So yeah, I would ask him to explore that, you know, that facet of his personality which was not just about being cast as an exotic foreigner in movies. So while our Twitter chatter is going on, we have a lot of hearts flowing your way. Abhinav Cycle says, lovely talk with a lot of hearts. Banerjee Kajal, Hira Mehta says, true, very important to keep learning and adapting. Best wishes are coming your way from a lot of viewers out here. And um, they are saying that, you know, they're really enjoying the book. And Dhawal Pandey, Raghuv Sariyonshi, Ashutaish, Kale 31, all of them are sending you a lot of congratulations. And uh, before I go on my last segment of our Chitter Chatter, which is Blab with Shweta Rohira, where we are going to have some quick rapid fire kind of a round. Uh, do you have your coffee around so that we could take a selfie? Yeah, I do have. So, 
Let's have a selfie moment. Okay, so last segment of Chitta Chatter, which is Blabber Chwata Roira, and I am going to ask you some questions, and it's like the first thing that comes to your mind. Your favorite book series? I think right now probably it's it's always been Agatha Christie. Your favorite genre? Crime. Your favorite e-book or paperback? I think. Um, Yeah, probably right now I'm reading My Cousin Rachel by Daphne Du Maurier. So that one for now. It keeps changing. I think I read a lot. A favorite book, which has been like your favorite all time. So I think Margaret Atwood, um, Handmaid's Tale. How do you choose your next read? So I um, research a lot, and I look for books which are you know. So earlier I used to discover books. I there's this beautiful place called Church Street. in um, in bangalore where you can go and find old books so i used to spend hours you know just lost there and discovering books so that used to be like my weekend thing i miss that right now because of pandemic so right now you know what has happened is because you know i'm part of suhel mathur's book picker group i get introduced to a lot of authors from within that group and there's some really interesting books which the authors share so i read a lot of those books apart from which i'm very interested in uh, certain genres history crime and uh, finance So I try to find the best books in these genres, and I read them. So, for example, I found some really interesting. I found an interesting crime author called Kaigo Higashino, a Japanese author. Writes brilliant crime fiction. So I read. I I kind of binge read all his books. Then I found some really interesting historical fiction books. So I I've been writing historical fiction, non-fiction right now. So I've been reading those as reference. So yeah, I think I just go deep in the areas I love to read, and I try and find good authors. and read that and along with uh, all the book pickers authors you know fantastic books which are already available so i try and read those the last read the last read currently actually i am uh, reading for as i am writing my next book i'm reading a book called the psychology of money by morgan housel your... this is a finance book yeah okay your which is a finance book tell us a little about it Yeah, so it's a finance book, but it makes it very personal. So it talks about how each one of us have a very personal relationship with money, and how our behavior about money is what determines, you know, what we then do about saving or investing or planning for money. So, and it's extremely well written. It's got a lot of storytelling, which I like. Um, so storytelling approach to finance is something I really love, and you know, one of my next books, which I'm writing with again Suhail Mathur representing it, is a children's book, um, you know, introducing them to financial literacy. So, as part of the research, I'm reading this book. Your next read. So, next read again. I think is connected to what I'm writing next is historical nonfiction, um, but I'm reading everything possible about um, you know 1700s Bengal. So, right okay. from William Dalrymple's Anarchy to all historical nonfiction and fiction that was written based in Bengal. So, yeah, I think those are my next few reads. You like series and that's or standalone? Uh, uh, both series and standalone. And that is interspersed with a lot of the bookmakers' books. So recently, few of the bookmakers' books came out. So those are the ones I keep reading in between as well. Your favorite food while reading? Oh, favorite food? Interesting. Um, I think tea. I'm a big fan of uh, Darjeeling tea, black tea. Your favorite uh, book which has been adapted, and you think it's a good adaptation, movie adaptation? Okay. Um so I was just recently reading about the adaptation of um, 
um, you know, Margaret Atwood's one of Margaret Atwood's book. Uh, this is uh, basically called. Um, this is about this. Uh, this is about this girl who went to uh, from Cornwall to uh, US, and then she got implicated in a murder. So I think that's my favorite adaptation. Okay, the first word that comes to your mind, Sabu. Never say die. Suhail Mathur. Brilliant. Loxy Hall Publishing. Supportive. Sunil Bora. Visionary. A marketplace for murder. Must read. Chitra Chatter with Shweta Rohira. Must watch. Thank you for your time for Chitter Chatter. And guys, if you've missed Chitter Chatter, then this is going to be available on IGTV, also on YouTube and Spotify. So you can tag your friends, you can rewatch it. And if you haven't got your copies, then you have to go online on Amazon or whatever platform you want and buy your copies. Read about him and also message Devlina Book Bakers and Loxy Hall Publishing. How you like to spread the word and do let us know what you've enjoyed the most. Thank you, Devlina, for you your time. Thank you so much, Shweta. Thank you so much for doing this on a Sunday, and really appreciate your time. And thank you, thank you, thanks a lot, and thanks a lot to everyone who joined in on a Sunday evening. And best wishes and for your thank books. You to Suhail. Yeah, big best thank you to Suhail for and your book. Thank you, Suhail Mathur, for this amazing sabu for motivating it to her so that she could write and you know we could read because, like I said, being a filmy chick, I didn't know about him, and I'm so glad to know about the first hero who's made it to. Hollywood. So, thank you so much, and looking forward for many more chitter chatters and for many more books from you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Bye.